Good morning, Saints. Good afternoon, Saints of God. This is Pastor Keith Cornelius coming to you live from my studio. We're getting ready to get into our evening Bible study. We're going to study the book uh, Galatians chapter 5, verses 14 through 24. Hold your horses. Get ready because we're getting ready to have an explosive meeting. God bless you. See you in about five minutes. I want to welcome everybody here to our uh, Bible study for this evening, July, July 9th, 2020. As we get ready to to study uh, Galatians chapter 5, verses 14 through 24, we'll be bouncing around talking about these particular scriptures. Uh, let us open up with prayer and then we'll get right into the reading of our text. Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity again to come before you. Oh God, we thank you for your, for your spirit. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Oh God, we ask that you would enlighten our our minds enlighten our spirits enlighten our eyes take the scales off oh god that we may be able to see your scripture see your word help your word to to help us to walk this journey god and we thank you for all the things that you have done we give you praise and glory for all the things that you're getting ready to do we ask these and many more blessings in jesus name amen and amen i want to um I want to read for you just for a minute here a few of these scriptures and and um, the the text is saying in verse 14 uh, for all the law is fulfilled in one word even in this you shall love your neighbor as yourself but if you bite and devour one another beware lest you be consumed by one another and then 16 says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the lust, for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, murderers, drunkenness, uh, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, joy, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. That is the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to Almighty God. I want to open up the Bible lesson this evening with with a uh, with with a proposed question on, to you all, uh, because I know you have heard this 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 saying or this particular text. You know, walk in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit. Uh, you, hear, you might hear some folk in your Sunday schools in church. You might hear folks. Um, uh, as you uh, uh, heard preaching or teaching the word of God 
Yeah, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. What What does it mean? What does it mean to walk in the spirit? Somebody has some noise going on. Put yourself on mute, please. Put your phone on mute. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? What does that mean to you as individuals? Anybody that's on the line, what does that mean to walk in the spirit? To you. I think it means acutely in tune with Christ. Ah. Ah, in tune with Christ. Good. Anybody else? That's good. In tune with Christ. Anybody else? What does it mean to walk in the spirit? What does that mean to you as a Christian, as a person who says that they are a Christian? What does it mean? Or have you had problems trying to identify what that is um, in, in your Christian walk? Walk in the in the spirit. Let me give you some let me give you some insight on what what has uh what paul what the writer here of galatians is saying some say it's paul some say it was uh some 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 of paul's um associates but let let me um let me give you some in indications of what it may mean or what paul was intending to relay or to communicate to the church of galatians uh first of all uh, spiritual perfection cannot be obtained by the law. And this is what the whole battle was in this church. This church was, they were, they were um, having um, some battling, some contentions about the law. And the law is, of course, the law of Moses and, and, the, and the commandments. So they were, they were leaning, they were birthed in the spirit. In other words, they were taught about the grace of God and the spirit of God. But somehow or another, they fell backwards into uh, the commandments in the law and, and, and that could have been because they, it was a mixed church it was a mixed church of Jews and Gentiles the Jews of course being or the Hebrews or however you want to call it uh, been uh, under the, 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 the Moses law whereas the Gentiles came through the grace of Christ so there was a, 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 a division so to speak of what was the best method to proceed in your Christian journey uh, but but spiritual perfection can never be obtained by the law, only by the spirit of God. And even in the day's time, churches are torn in or torn apart because of the conflict that exists between spiritual uh, 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 spiritual uh, awareness and fleshly uh, endeavors. In other words, as a Christian. That is that is committed to Christ. We are always in a struggle to do what Christ has commanded us to do, and this is and, and, and when we talk about walking in the Spirit, it, it, it's a command. It's it, it's walking, but it's not just walk in a physical. It's a it's a walk in the spiritual sense, which simply means that it's a it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. That you try to adhere to throughout your Christian journey, uh, and 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 it also says that I'm I'm depending on God's Spirit to lead and guide me into a lifestyle that is acceptable by God, as well as my conduct. So it's a twofold thing. But the Galatians started to think about the, the think about the law 
and thought that the law was good enough for them to be to, to govern them by lifestyle and by conduct, which, as we know, you can't um, have a good lifestyle by being under the law of God as opposed to being in the spirit of God. So there's this conflict going on in the church and it's, it's all over. It was all over then and it's all over now. And in the, in the 21st century viewpoint of it is that we are, are, are always in, in a inner battle. This is a battle from within uh, between what our flesh like to do and what our spirit is informing us to do. Uh, because our flesh likes to be fed. It, it, it has to be fed. All of these things out here in the world, all of the, all of the materialism, the lust of the flesh, you know, all the things that your eyes see that you, that you want to behold. So we always are in a constant battle of how we're going to be a, a committed Christian without fulfilling fleshly desires. And that's the thing that the church was going through uh, in this particular chapter. Uh, but I want to, 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 uh, to impose on you this evening that Christian life begins and ends by the Spirit. That's where Christian life starts. It starts with the Spirit and it ends in the Spirit. Simply because God's Spirit is the catalyst that, that creates within us the lifestyle that we need to, to walk this walk and the conduct that we need to continue to walk this walk. So it, it, it monitors our lifestyle and our conduct all at the same. The Spirit of God does this. The, 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 um, the law of God can only give us what we shouldn't do. You shouldn't, you know, covet your neighbor. You shouldn't uh, murder. You shouldn't commit adultery. You shouldn't steal, things of that nature. What you should not do in retrospect to, to, con uh, to conduct, but we found out that even under the law, the, the children of Israel broke the commandments and they committed a spiritual adultery, some physical adultery, a fornication, everything the law said not to do, they did it. And so we, we get into the New Testament church where now uh, you have some individuals that, are, that have been raised up under the law and can't get with the, the grace in the spirit of God. And so now you got this battle in the church and you have this battle internally. And, and, and some of us, even in the 21st century, still battling internally about how can I be a, how can I live the life of a Christian and yet live in this world? Because there's so many things that's out here that, that grapples at your attention and try to pull you away from the living God. But Paul says that the way that you handle this internal battle, this is why he was, he was giving you two different scenarios of the flesh and what the fleshly desires are and the spirit and what the spirit desires are. There's, there's this internalness that's go on between all Christians. If you say you love God, you say you're walking after Christ, you say you want to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, you are in a spiritual warfare because your flesh does not want to, to adhere to principles of peace, joy, love, long suffering, things of that nature. Our spirit wants, it likes excitement. It likes, 
drama. It likes, you know, um, <laughs> it, 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 it likes that. I mean, it, it, it gets, you, some people, they, they strive off of that. If there's no drama going on, they create some. If there's no hell going on, they create a hell. And that's some folk. They just love to have drama. But if you say you belong to God, you should be trying to live a lifestyle that's drama free. That doesn't entail uh, all of the things that that your flesh wants. It's a, and that's a, a difficult thing, even for the most seasoned saint. It's not an easy thing, uh, but it, it, it leaves with the question it leads to bear that that we should constantly be in communications with God so that we can fight off the lust, the flesh, the lustly desire, the, the lust desires of the flesh and what the flesh wants us to do as opposed to what Christ wants us to do. Uh, when we walk in the spirit, we, we, we choose a way of life or a lifestyle, uh, a, uh, a way of living, which, which in all aspects of life is directed and transformed by the spirit. So when we walk in, in the spirit, when Paul said walk in the spirit, he simply means choose a, a lifestyle, choosing to live and walk in a lifestyle that's governed by the spirit. In other words, you, you're letting God be your, your, your decision maker. You're letting God direct your thoughts and direct your, your lifestyle and what you should or should not do. And I'm going to be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of folk that will adhere to this because it cuts out a whole a lot of the, the 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 drama it cuts all that out and it leaves you to love one another that's why i read verse 14 because it's it, it says and we say this all the time at, in our call to worship uh, for the law is fulfilled in one word even this you should love your neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hang all the laws of the prophet so we say this in our in our in our uh, litany. We say this in every day, every time we go to church. We say these things, but the reason behind them is because in the days of of, of Paulium, and in, in, in some of the disciples, in some of the associates, they had this kind of this 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 biting one another, this dissension, this this grappling at each other. And and be, and they were be consuming another. They were fighting basically uh, in the church, and they were trying to determine, you know, well that ain't the best method to go. So folks weren't leaning so much to the spirit of God; they were leaning a lot to their own flesh, and that caused a lot of problems. That caused a lot of dissension. And so Paul had to come write this letter to tell them what it really means to 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 walk in the spirit, and what. And, and then he points out uh, in verse 19, he points out, let me give you some of the characters of walking of the works of the flesh. Let me give you because some of you all are, 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 are saying some rude things to people, saying some nasty things to folks. You know, you, you've got selfish ambitions. You're doing all these things that that the world's doing. But you, you, you haven't allowed the spirit of God to work to transform your, your conduct and transform your lifestyle. So he was saying that the works of the flesh are this is, is, is evident. He said the flesh are evident. Idolatry, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, uh, sorcery, adultery, contentions, jealousy, selfish ambition. These are the things that 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 are evident of folks that are 
living a, a life to the flesh. In other words, they're not totally committed to Christ, but they they in church. Oh God help me, please help me. They're in church and but they're not they don't they're not sold out yet. They they getting there. They, they they're going in that direction. They moving in that direction. But they hadn't got there yet. They haven't made up in their mind that this is they're gonna turn it all over to God and say, God, I need you to be my way maker, my provider. I need for you to 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 help me to become that perfect Christian. And I know you, there's no such thing as perfect, but not perfect in the in in the sense of not that you will never make mistakes, but perfect in the sense that you're walking in a lifestyle that's pleasing to God. Because we can never be perfect. We're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna slip. We're gonna fall. We're gonna do this. But if I'm walking towards that perfection of what Paul said, I press, my God, help me. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I forget those things that are behind and I press, I move forward. I continue to go forward. I'm, I'm, I haven't lost the vision. I haven't lost what it, what, you know, the, 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 the thing that Christ has, has put in my spirit. I, I, it's there and sometimes I, I fall and sometimes I get in, in my flesh. But I'm steady pressing. And this is what, what Paul is telling, the writer is telling us now, that, that we have to walk in the Spirit. We have to keep pressing in the Spirit. We have to keep, keep living in the Spirit. And we have to monitor and correct our conduct when, it, when it's not lined up with the Word of God or with the, with the living or the lifestyle that God wants us to live. God bless me. I feel the Holy Ghost coming on now. Uh, and, he, and he says these things. He says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. My God, self-control, uh, which is a big one, because sometimes, you know, we, when somebody somebody say something that's real out of line. We, the first thing that comes to your mind, I got to check them. I got to check them. I got to put a checkmate on. I got to check them. You know, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Yep. I got I got to check this person because they didn't they didn't <laughs> they didn't stepped over their line. They didn't stepped over their they line. They didn't they didn't went too far. And that's the first thing. But the Bible says if you in the if you're letting God work through your life, that's what the spirit means. It means that God is working through your life. You're allowing God to move into your spirit so that He so that God can control your responses to things because folk will push buttons to make you say some stuff and you'd be like, oh Lord, I didn't think I still had that in me. I thought I got that out of me. Yeah, but it, but, 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 but this person, they, they know just what to do. They, they know what button to push. They know what words to say. They know, and that's the enemy. The enemy knows what words to say to get you to respond in a negative fashion so that you won't be, you know, so that, so that the enemy can confront God with what you did that it's not Christ-like, or it's not Christian-like, or it's not, you know, kingdom-like, and 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 so the enemy knows how to do that. But what we have to cont continuously do is 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 ask God and, and and seek God and say, God, I need you to help me to walk this journey because I can't walk it by myself. I can't do it by myself. And when we begin to do that, then we begin to see. That's how God is working in our lives, and a lot of times, you know, you know, folk say some things that's off the wall. I mean, I, and I, you know, I, I, I be Lord, you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just act like I didn't hear it. I'm gonna ignore it, you know, you know. But in my, in my, 
in a person be like, man, I want to tell this person something. God knows I do, you know, and, 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 and that battle in, is in the inside because the, the flesh is like you might well go ahead on and set them straight because you know they're going to do it again if you don't set them straight. So and then you got the, the spirit like, no, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall, I want, you know, the Lord will heal and God will guide and teach them. And no, no, but you need to let this person know because they just disrespected you. You know, they just bounced off of something. And and so your flesh will get you in a whole lot of trouble. I'm going to say that one more time. Your flesh will get you in a whole lot of trouble simply because uh, we are not allowing God to talk to us during times of adversity and discomfort in situations that are, that are, that are challenging. You know, and we send him back and say, okay, God, I need your help. I need you to let, tell me something because this person is steady going in, in a direction even though I'm trying to tell them that's not how it is or it's different. So, you you know, you, you have to identify which, which uh, uh, angle you're going to come from. You know, are you going to come out of the, ang the angle of, of, of flesh response or spiritual response? Fleshly response, spiritual response. And that's uh, what the Galatians have failed into. They fell into a trap of, of responding to things in a fleshly manner and not being, not letting the spirit take over so the spirit can transform your lifestyle and your conduct. So that's what the spirit, being in the spirit is, or walking in the spirit is, is, is living in the lifestyle, giving you a chance to modify your current lifestyle so it can fit the, the, the remnants of God and your conduct so that can fit the remnants of God. So those things that the Spirit does, it comes and it transforms and directs so that we can begin to understand the, 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 the what, how, how God, how Christ want us to move in this life, in this world because it's difficult. When you when when the spirit of God is not um, is not taking control of your life, not taking control of your life, and then once the once the flesh takes over, then that's how we have individuals in churches that snap off on people or got a real nasty disposition, or when they talk to somebody, they talk they talk like they're talking down on somebody or talking at somebody, you know, as opposed to talking with someone, uh, particularly people in, in positions of authority that may be a chairman or chairperson, chairwoman uh, of, of, a, of an organization or an auxiliary, and, and, or they may be pushy, sometimes pastors are, are pushy, sometimes first ladies are pushy, sometimes bishops exert authority, sometimes superintendents exert. So you have all these different levels of authority that 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 requires us to live and walk in the spirit because once we do that then we open up to God we open up to God and we allow God to direct our thoughts that's the whole the whole concept with this chapter is that are we letting God direct our thoughts or are we letting ourselves and our own intellectualism direct our thoughts are we letting our in our um intelligentsia our own intelligence direct our thoughts or are we allowing God and that's a battle 
because you know you know some people say well you know God gave me free will gave me free choice and I have a, I have a choice I could make in this life and that is correct uh, but how do you make that choice if you don't ask God to direct your path direct my steps oh God direct my my path oh God direct my tongue and my thoughts oh God that I may be able to to say the, the, the right thing at the right time and most of the time people speak before they think and they and here here's a, a classic uh, 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 saying you know what well, I just speak my mind I, I just speak my mind well no you you, you you do speak your mind but you speak your mind without the without the without the um, the the the, the uh, assistance of the Spirit of God and so you whatever comes out comes out of from a fleshly nature and there, and sometimes it's hurtful sometimes it's harmful sometimes it offends uh, sometimes it hurts folks feelings because you you just blurt out well I just I just you know that's just me you know that that's how I am or no <laughs> that's not how you should be <laughs> that's not how you should be you, you you should not be like that but 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 if that's how if that's how you are then praise the Lord you definitely need the spirit of God working and walking in you so that you can say, God, you know, this person is rolling on me this way and I need your help to help me to respond as opposed to just blurting it out. Amen. Uh, and, and it just, in other words, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm seek God, help me to respond to this question. Help me to respond to this person. Help me. And then you, you're allowing God to take. See, that, that, that's why Paul said that, that the fruit of the spirit. Is kind, long suffering, faithfulness, gentleness, self control, the, the peace, joy. These things that the, the flesh can't deal with because when you, when someone is, and this is going on right now in the world, we got all this hatred and, and folks are, are throwing hate at hate. So hate at hate produces hate and it, and it resolves nothing, you see. Uh, but if you throw love at that hate, uh, if you throw some joy, or some peace of the hate, it changes the dynamic. It, it gives a, it, it shifts, the paradigm shift takes place. And then some, some things start to changing. But you can never change things by flesh being in flesh. And it, it's never going to change. It, it's never going to change when you, you, you have to, the, the spirit appeals. To, oh, God, thank you for this one. The spirit of God appeals to your consciousness. It gets in your consciousness and it starts to chip away to the subconscious and it gets to 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 to, to marinate in that subconscious and it begins to to to, to, to develop uh, the spirit begins to push up what God wants you to say that's why he told Paul and, and Peter uh, Peter and and and, um, and Paul don't worry about what you're going to say I'll tell you what you're going to say at the, at the day and time when it's time for you to say what you're going to say I'll direct you to say what that's the spirit of God he told the disciple the same thing. Don't worry about what you're going to say. I will tell you what to say and things. So we have to lean on that in order to get the kind of results we want, because everybody on this phone know when I start saying some stuff and I haven't consulted God, it messes up and people take it out of content. And now I got to go back and kind of straighten out the whole scenario because I didn't say something without the, without relying on God to direct my thoughts. My God from heaven. I told you I was going to be good. It's going to be good. You're just getting started. You got a little bit more time. Amen. 
But but this is what was going on in the church of Galatian. This is this is how they were communicating. This is how they began to to do a backseat to what Paul had already told them about grace, mercy, uh, uh, spiritual things of God. Uh, you're not under the law. You're under the spirit. You're, you're under grace and mercy because it was the, the shedded blood of Christ that allowed you Gentiles to come in and be a part of. Of, of, of the ministry of Christ, which you were rejected by under the law. They wouldn't allow you in because you was not the right ethnic. You didn't have the right ethnic. You wasn't the right, you wouldn't write, you know, gender, whatever it may have been. Uh, but, but you definitely wasn't the right ethnic. You didn't have the right ethnicity to do it. So they kept you on the outside. You couldn't come behind the, the you couldn't come into the, the sanctuary where, where the priests and everybody that, that were at that was getting fed from God through the priest. But and, and God had to take away all of that in order for, for the entire humanity to experience the love of Christ. Instead of folk being uh, certain people were able to, you had money, you could you could hear God. You had social status, you could hear God. You was a, a, you were politically astute, or you had political connections, you could hear God. So all these folk that that, that had connections, social connections, you could come in and hear God. But if you was just ordinary Joe, you couldn't. So now that now that we got everybody in the church, and now that the folk that was under the law and, and been around church for a long time, they were starting to time to say, well, we need to have the law direct our day-to-day conduct. And Paul saying that by doing this, by depending, by not depending on the Spirit of God, the church, the Galatians were saying that they had no confidence in God's Spirit to identify them as the people of God and direct their conduct. So that's what they were really saying. They were saying that we need to rely on the law because the law can direct us both in our conduct and in our lifestyle. And we don't have any confidence in God's spirit to do it. So that's what they were saying. And that's even today. A lot of folks don't have a lot of confidence in God's spirit to give them the answer to what they're seeking. So they resort back to their life experiences. Oh, God, help me with this. But to their life experiences to make a decision that requires spiritual applications. Mm, God, help me. Oh, God. You you have to be able to to freeze like like on like when they put together uh, a a movie or uh, when they put together a movie for television they got what they call different frames you know they have this frame then they go to the next frame well each frame freezes that scene and allows them to put it together for the next scene so we sometimes have to freeze the way we think in a certain frame so that God can can, can prepare us to get to the next frame to really deal with the situation but we're too busy trying to figure out how I'm going to set this person's right. And we don't have time to get God, let God to come in to direct us to the proper frame so that we can speak with the proper language. And that's what the spirit does. It allows us to speak with the proper language. And that's when we rely on God and, 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 and begin to, to begin to lean on God in every aspect of our lives. This is just not because I come to church. I want, you know, the God to direct me in my praise and my worship and why, well, but, but it goes beyond the walls of the church. It goes outside the walls of the church into your homes, into your social committees, 
uh, communities into your communities, your, your social circles, your political social circles, your business circles, your family circles, uh, your, your extended family circles, your friend circles, your loved one circles. It goes into the whole gamut of your life. And it allows you to see something different and begin to respond to things different. Uh, because Paul said, if you, you know, if you live in the spirit of the faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, godliness, faithfulness, he said, against such there is no law. You, you, can't, you can't put a law on God's spirit because God's spirit is free to help you maneuver through life and help you get to the point where you will be... Um, um, uh, you will be free from, you know, free from bondage, uh, free from uh, 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 making the wrong decisions in life. And, and, that, and, and many times uh, uh, the, the, the decisions that the, the, the places where we are now is a result of the decisions we made in our life. And that have brought us to where we are to this present day. And so when you look at that and you say, Lord, all these decisions I made, this is where I'm at. Your life's uh, 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 response to certain situations have caused you to be where you are now. So how we respond to situations now in this pandemic is going to put us in a different position years down the road. You know, did you rely on God? Did you did you keep your um, uh, your, your your steadfastness in God? Did you? Did you pray? Did you read God's word? Did you meditate? Did you fast? Did you did you uh, uh, go to your Bible study by by way of te technology? Did you did you go to the, go to church by way of technology? You know, did you uh, did you get on the prayer line by way of technology? Uh, now in this particular pandemic, so now we're we're moving with the Spirit of God. God helped me to navigate myself throughout this particular pandemic because. You know, sometimes just having the front yard, uh, front yard, porter front yard, and 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 back and and porter backyard, and porter basement and porter living room gets a little boring sometimes. Amen. You just say, I, I I can only go to the living room so many times. I can only go back in the back on the on the deck so many times. I can only go out in the front yard and sit so many times. I can only drive God around the corner and down the street to, uh, to the next block to. If you're in Omaha, I can only go to Lincoln so many times. God, glory to his holy name. I need something different. So I can only walk the zoo, Lord, this time so many times. I can't pay that $20, 30 $150. God, help me. I need some help. So you got to ask God how to navigate and what to do. And that's why we, 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 are, we are pressed with coming up with creative ways to do church so that we can keep everybody connected in the spirit of God so that God can continue to, to minister to your spirit. And that's how and, and that's the difference between the, you know doing something from the flesh point of view because it, it doesn't have enough in it to lead you through a pandemic. It doesn't it doesn't have you enough, you know, to lead you when something happens or you, you know, a loved one, you know, you, you have to deal with the loss of a loved one. How do you deal with that? You know, uh, from the standpoint of being in the spirit of God, so and it's all about. That's why that long suffering coming. That's why that kindness coming. You know, God helped me to navigate through this because it's painful. It hurts. It hurts at the core. Oh God, and I need you to help me ease me. That's why that joy and that peace come in. It 
Amen. When when you have to lean on God, you can't lean on God while you while you're mad at somebody, while you angry with someone. You, you can't lean on God when you got hate in, some, in your heart for someone or you got contention in your heart for someone. You, you can't lean on God because God is not there. He, he don't he don't he don't he's not the author of confusion. Uh, but so but when you say, Lord, I need to help and then you begin to lean on that peace of God, lean on the joy of God. And, and so, somehow or another, God makes that thing and works that thing to your advantage. Uh, and Paul was laying this 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 letter on them, the language on them in chapter five about Christian liberty, about walking in the spirit. What, what does it mean to do that? It, how, it, it doesn't mean that you bite each other and devour each other and you and you nag at each other and you. And you throw throw bricks at each other. It means that you begin to uh, uh, to to negotiate through the spirit. How do we handle certain things? And if and that's why the, the four, verse fourteen was so powerful because it says it says for the law is fulfilled in one word. Even this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. No one in this on this phone gonna treat themselves bad. Nobody no nobody on this phone gonna gonna abuse themselves. Nobody. Nobody, nobody's gonna want to see themselves in a in a in a messed up situation. If you could if you could help it, you you're gonna get the best for yourself. You'll get the best for you for your family. You get the best for your children, and that, and so you want the best for yourself. You should want the best for your neighbor. In retrospect to how your conduct is and how your lifestyle is towards that individual, even during conflicting situations. Because we're not always going to see eye, eye to eye with everything. We're not always going to see the same thing. Um, we're not always going to see the same uh, the, out of the same lens. You know, we, you know, and right now, the, the, you know, some churches are being torn between, you know, are we going to be open and confirming or are we going to stay traditional? You know, and so there are a lot of folks that don't see eye to eye on that. But it, it doesn't mean that, that I have to be nasty. It doesn't mean I have to, you know, be rude. It does. It doesn't mean. It just means that we're not. We don't see the same thing. Uh, uh, but we asking God to give us insight that we can work through this thing in a sensible spiritual manner, so that everybody can win-win. Um, but it, but we finding out that that's not the case, folks. So you know, hey, they, they just you know they some people are mad at, at, at other folk and mad at bishops, mad at pastors, mad at, at at individuals, and so and then they don't speak to them, and that's not Christian. That's definitely not Christian. That's not the Christian lifestyle. Let me put it that way. It's not the Christian lifestyle uh, that you just don't talk to somebody, you know, <laughs> because they said something that you don't like or they got under your skin. You know, it's a whole lot of folks. If you work on a job for any time of year, there's a whole lot of people going to get up under your skin. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And particularly if you're in a position of authority and supervision position, they show sure enough gonna get up under your skin. My God from heaven, they gonna punch and, and and pick and 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 throw stones and throw bricks and throw boulders and everything else. You just have to be in a position to say, God, this folk, how can I get through to this person? And that, that's the question that we always should ask ourselves when we are confronting, when we are being confronted by a person that is uh, adversarial. How can I get through? to this person what can i say god to break this 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 miscommunications or break this 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 yoke that's keeping this person from moving forward the way that 
um, my my department wants me to move them or my job wants me to move them or the committee wants me to move them. How do I get through to this individual? And once you begin to ask those questions to God, God begins to give you the insight that you're looking for uh, to 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 um, to resolve that particular situation. Now that we have gotten to this point and get some clarity, when you talk about walking in the spirit, what do you see now? When 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 the when the, when, the, when, the, when it says walk, live in the spirit, what do you what do you see now? What do you see the word telling you at this point? Since we've had some clarification on it, what does it mean to you now? Anybody on the phone? Anybody? Talk to me, somebody. And then I'm gonna close it out in just a minute. What do you, what do you see now? Is it difficult for you to ask this question? Is it difficult for you to do the things that God is saying do in the spirit of God, or is it easy to do it in the flesh? Which one? Which is easier? It's always easier in the flesh. Oh, <laughs> it is always easier in the flesh always I agree. it is always easier in the flesh but let me give you this let me tell you what this is not and walking in the spirit is not a moral conflict nor is it a wayward Christian who is no longer committed to Christ uh, this is a conflict to the person or to the individual that is thoroughly committed to a Christian way of life who chooses, listen to this, who chooses to walk by the Spirit. Who chooses to walk by the Spirit. So it's not a moral conflict. It's not a wayward Christian who just gets, just threw their hands up and said, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's that particular Christian that has committed themselves, thoroughly committed themselves to, to live a Christian lifestyle who chooses to walk by the Spirit of God. And that's where the conflict comes in every single time. When you choose to walk by the Spirit, I'm going to choose to love. I'm going to choose to have joy today uh, in the midst of hell. I'm going to choose to have peace when my mind is being being tormented by certain things or being tormented by, by um, oppression or, or depression or whatever you want to, whatever you want to, or whatever situation you're in. Or, or my mind is playing tricks on me, or, or I'm not at my best. I feel I don't feel good this day. I'm I feel lost, lonely. I feel rejected. I don't feel part of a part of nothing. Um, and so the spirit of God comes in and and begins to work with you and give and, and tell you the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The joy of the Lord is my strength. That's why scripture is have you have to read scripture. And get that in you. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, God raise up a standard through the word of God and begin to throw that word at him. Boom. The Lord is my shepherd, the God of salvation. I, I will wait on my Lord until my chains come. My God from heaven, thank you, O God, for saving me. Thank you, O God, for your shedded blood on the cross of Calvary. And they're beginning to, to recite some things that, are, that, are, um, that, that will get you back into that peace and get you back into that to that to that to that mentality of who God is and what God has has been doing um, 
Walking by the Spirit simply means fighting in a war between the Spirit and your sinful nature. You're going to always have this fight as long as you are committed to being a Christian. You're going to always, because the flesh going to always tell you, you know, um, like, and like in the garden, you know, God didn't tell you that, you know, you know, you don't. He didn't tell you you had to eat there. The, the, in the garden, tree of good and evil. He know that if you eat there, you're gonna be like like God. You're gonna see good and evil. You know. So you know, just go ahead on and just you know, just 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 take from that tree of knowledge and see what happens. And the Bible say that Adam and Eve eyes were open, and they began to see things that they shouldn't have been seeing. So when you walk in the spirit and you walk in a lifestyle, it begins to put you in the in the place where God wants you to be so that you don't be hostile, you know, when 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 situations get out of control. And that's why you got a lot of out of control. Uh, some people, not all of them, are out of control in their protesting. They want to fight uh, a fire with fire, you see. Uh, but that only breeds more fire. It doesn't breed results. Some people think that they don't that that, that they don't they're focused. They only go understand violence. They don't understand rationale and 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 sitting down and talking reason. And they and, and, and to some aspect they could be right. You see, but how do we navigate through that? Even though the enemy don't want to listen to reason. When we say we need equal rights, we need equality in this country. How do we deal with that from a spiritual point of view? We have to continue to lean, lean on God and to and give and ask God to change the minds of those who are in authority, so that so that everybody can benefit from the resources that God has. Brother Coleman just said it. The Supreme Court. Look, we're gonna go by the Constitution. This is what we go by. This is the Supreme Court. A little ways back. That wouldn't have been the case. You see, a few months back, it wouldn't have been the case. So God is even now is turning the tide, turning the tide in the spirit, because God deals with the spirit of a man or a woman to, to do what is right. And if we pray hard enough and we ask God hard enough and we continue to do our part and and show what God's spirit can do in the midst of, of, of chaos, then things change over time. Things change over time. And then we begin to move according to the, the spirit of the living God. Um, these are the things that Paul was trying to relate to to the Galatian church. And these are the things that we constantly try to do as preachers and pastors now in the 21st century. We try to move you into a spiritual realm where you could have a where you can make decisions about your about your daily life based on how God sees things and we try to do that through the word through prayer through bible study through preaching through teaching um, through having fellowships even though we couldn't do too much fellowship and now uh, but you know we we have it through zoom we have it through conference calls we have it through all, all the other stuff uh, and and then you know we have it at church if those who want to come and be a part of the Sunday services when you know when we broadcast and you can um, and and just to be we can't socialize but we can we can social distance talk to people and and do some things so uh, don't don't get hung up on 
I can't do this because everybody on the phone will go to Walgreens, will go to the store, will go out to the park, will walk around the community, go to our, our loved ones' houses, our neighbor houses or whoever, and we'll do that without any reservation. But somehow or another, when it comes to the Lord's house, we, we got some situations, we, we, we got some blockage. And so don't let blockage keep you from getting the blessings that God has for you. Get into the way of, and I always say this, get in the way of God and let God bless you and let God keep you. Because trying to make your decisions about what you're going to do for Christ is not how you're going to get the fullness out of what God has for you. The only thing you're going to get out of that is that you're going to mess, you're going to mess something up and you're going to um, you're going to you're going to trigger the wrong spirit. And that's why the word of God said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever man, woman sows that he or she shall also reap. You reap to the flesh, you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap to the flesh. But if you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap the spirit of everlasting life. So this is the time frame where we're getting ready to wrap it up. Amen. Thank God for all of you who have been on, on the phone. If anybody got any lasting comments they want to add before we dismiss, please do so. I hear somebody about to let they button up on like they got a bowl or stirring up some 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 cake mix or something. Amen. But um <laughs> right, they should be on mute. Um, um any last comments on the text? Anybody got anything they want to say um on this particular text? This one gives you the antidote for successful living. That's what this chapter does. Gives you the antidote for successful living. Uh, and how to do that and how to behave so we thank you for that if nobody's got anything else to say we're getting ready to pray and close out this session and ask God to continue to bless us and keep us uh, like he has always been doing but God give us the insight and give us the direction that we need to be able to live accordingly oh amen let us pray let us pray Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we give you glory. We give you praise, oh God. And God, we thank you for another opportunity to come before you and to, to walk and to talk your word and to sit at your table and to be able to speak the word of life to you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, because you have been our guide. You have been our trust. You have been our way maker and our provider. And we thank you, oh God, because you never leave us. You have never forsaked us. But you have given us time after time the truth. And the truth, you said, will set us free. Thank you, O God. We give you praise and we give you glory. Now let us go, God, as we have came. Let us go back to our respective places and let us continue to ask for your guidance and for your, for your spirit that we may be able to live the life that you have called us to live and that we may be able to speak the words that you have given us to speak. We actually we give you all praise and glory that you would give us words to speak in times of need, in times of trouble, and when we are faced with adversities, O oh God, that you would speak to us and through us. Allow us, God, to continue to let your light shine through us that we may be able to draw those to Christ. We ask this, God, in these many blessings and many, many more in your precious Son, Jesus the Christ's name. 
Let every blood washed believer say amen. 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 And amen. amen. God bless you. May God keep you. And this will end our Bible study this evening, July 9th, 2020, on the chapter 5 of Galatians, verses 14 through 26.